What, are you going to smoke that? Nope. You are. <laughs> Hell if I am. Yeah. Yeah. You're not? No. Why, you're a Mormon or something? You're Jesus freak? No, man, I'm not losing my job. This is your job. I can't do that. Smoke it. Huh. This ain't a test. Just take a hit. Where the f*** is my stogie, guys? Flying in. What even flying in? Kiss my ass radio. Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. Broadcasting live with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Libertarians, lovers of the leaf, and people across the nations and all the ships at sea, welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister, with me, of course, the ever-intrusive Honest Abe. People with ships at sea? Well, no, that's a classic. The ships, it's it's gotta be from a movie. No, that's classic radio. Oh, is it? Yeah. I see... Classic. Shows you All my experience. At because it's pirate, pirate. <laughs> Everybody in the sound room is looking at him like, oh, nope. what? It's, it's one of those classic things like um, um, <laughs> either What's-His-Face from uh, Petonkey, Minnesota, whatever, Minnesota. Um, or Groundhog uh, Day? No. <sighs> Yeah, basically, it's just one of those classic things they used to say, and to all the ships at sea. Okay. To all the sailors and boys out there and fighting in the world. We're good. Yeah. Sounds good. We're good. And, of course, the lovely Lady Anne here, morning, as always. Good morning. You are listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. We are broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida, on this, the 14th of May in 2016. And it's going to be a fantastic show today. Looking forward to it. Absolutely. Excited, actually. Yasmin and Brad of Altus USA will be here to talk about what's going on at Altus USA. Yeah, all they the always got stuff. stuff going on. Always. They've got a lot of interesting things. And Brad's just a fun guy. He is. And a new dad, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Good for him. Oh, yeah. I mean, she's probably about six months, eight months now, but yeah. Dad oh. talk. Woo! Oh, yeah. Actually, yeah, my best friend just had a baby on uh, every time he Thursday. Says, every time he says he has friends, like, I like, know. I'm in a little awe. Yeah, I've got a bun in the oven myself. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah. a funny joke. No, not even not, close. Not something to joke about. No. You'd be so you'd be so crying right now. If you were pregnant. <laughs> I just got my dress. <laughs> also true. And Armand Santi, noted actor, cigar aficionado. So happy to have him on the yeah. show, man. Yeah. This guy is just such. It's you know, I had the pleasure now of uh, sitting with him two or three times, and we had lunch in Miami the other day, and. Super humble guy. Super humble yeah. guy. Such a down-to-earth, awesome guy. I mean, really, uh, it's, it's going to be awesome to have him in the studio. And big cigar connoisseur. I mean, he's had a cigar in about 15, probably, or more of his movies. So it'll be very, very cool. He's telling you to turn something down on that, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's saying on the Periscope it needs to be turned down a little bit. So if you could turn the... Uh, there you go. Turn that down a little bit. We'll help the Periscope people a little bit. Hopefully that's a little better for them. Luckily, I was able to denote that. And uh, so, yeah, Armand Asante will be here. We'll get to talk to him. We've got Charlie Minato, too, calling in. Charlie Minato is going to be here to Half-field. give you com. the news. Yeah, there's so much news going on the last couple of weeks, especially with all this FDA uh, blow-up yeah. and stuff. But, yeah, Charlie, uh, it'll, uh, and also by next week, we're going to, KMA Radio will be talking about how uh, we're going to help fight the FDA. 
We are going to. We got a special you. project that should be able to make everybody pretty. Uh, should be a pretty fun project, but uh, we're going to release it next week when we get all the final uh, stuff in. But we have a big project to help help with the cause and also have a little fun while we're doing it. So hopefully, because yeah. that's what we're here about here at Kiss My Ash Radio. We are here to have a good time, uh, and every, we are also here to give stuff away. Every week at Kiss My Ash Radio, we like to give you the. A lot of great stuff, like our good friends over at Zykar, makers of the finest cutters and lighters for life. Last week, the lucky winner was Kayla Turner from Kentucky. Kentucky. Bourbon. Ah, uh, yes. Bourbon country. Uh, it's so good. Good job, Kayla. Lady, lovely Lady M, what are our good friends over at Zykar giving away this week? This week, um, you're going to get the Zykar VX V-Cut Mesh Cutter. This is a $70 value, beautiful cutter, V-Cut. Uh, for your cigar cutting needs. For those of you who love the V-Cut, and all you have to do is go to the Kiss My Ash Radio Facebook page and participate in our NBA caption contest. It's a pretty funny picture. Yeah. What, it is pretty what, funny. It's a pretty funny picture. What, what was it taken from? I don't know. Oh, okay. What do you think I do this Previous stuff? Previous game. What do you think I do this stuff? I just saw a picture. Go on Facebook, caption it, and it, hopefully pretty, you will win. <laughs> it's a pretty funny picture. Yes. Also, our good friends, over Scott Weeks, over at Recluse Cigars, and we'll get to see Scott next week, too. He'll be in town. Uh, they give away a five-pack every week to those who participate in our Facebook Kiss My Ash Radio Recluse Poll of the Week. Last week's poll question was, with the FDA appointing former Monsanto executives into recent years, not approving life-saving drugs and treatment already on the market in Europe, at this point, do you think the FDA is going to do more harm than good? Yeah, the reach is too far. It was 100% yes. 100%. Yes. What a question. It was a little yes. loaded. Pretty much. 100. I mean, 100%. So. Not a single person wanted no. to say no. And, of course, Ed Johnson from South Carolina, he participated in the Kiss My Ash Radio poll, and he takes home a five-pack from Recluse Cigars. So congratulations to Ed Johnson of South Carolina. And this week, if you want to win a five-pack, all you have to do is go and vote in this week's poll. Which I'm, I'm pretty excited to see. What is your favorite Armand Asante movie? American Gangster. Awesome movie. Q&A. Great movie. Gotti. I'm like, you never seen that stop. movie. That stop. Like, stop. Let me just. The movie's like 30 years just old. Add in my little. <laughs> sure. Come on. <laughs> I mean, I, you, American Gangster you may have seen, but no way have you ever I, seen Q&A. Two for the money. How do you know I didn't watch it last night? I was trying to catch up on my Armand movies. <laughs> Mambo Kings or Hoffa. So just check out the Kiss My Ass Radio Facebook page. Vote What's your favorite? in that poll, and you can take home a great five-pack from oh, Recluse Cigars. Q&A has always been one of my favorite movies. Yeah. I mean, just before I was even an Armand DeSanti fan, but um, you know, Mambo Kings was, I think, pretty much put both him and uh, Antonio Banderas, which I thought was really younger, but he was like in his early 30s in that movie. Yeah. But it really put them both out there, you know, catapulted them out. And it was a breakout movie, I think they called it. Well, see, I mean, I was going through the IMDb last night, and uh, just a lot of great stuff on there. You forget he was in, like, he was in Striptease. He played the cop right. in Striptease. Cop in Striptease. Yeah. Private Benjamin. Yeah. I mean, all these movies. There's just a I'm great thing. All of a sudden, like, oh, yeah, he was. And it's just this great little tiny role where he's just kind of off the wall. Right. Just doing this great character stuff. It's like, wow. No, he's, 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 he's kept very, very busy. Absolutely. It's a lot of great stuff happening. And for those of you participating, Yasmin and Brad from Altus USA will be our meter makers, and they'll be here to talk about all the great stuff happening at Altus and, USA. And you know, Armand is also uh, very active. I mean, he, I know he was talking to me. Uh, he's been in touch with Glenn Loop. Mm -hmm. He met with, I believe, Joe Biden's brother. 
Really? Yeah, he's writing a letter to Congress. He's very he's very upset, and we'll talk to him a little bit about it, about the FDA and what's going on. And being, you know, the NRA has always had Charlton Heston as their you know big spokesperson. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace. It'd be nice to have uh, somebody with a little exposure and view out here, you know, helping us with our fight. Because someone I mean, there to lead and beat the drum. Yeah, I mean, it's just because it, out there, no one really cares. I mean, unless you're the sad part is even some of the cigar smokers are acting like they don't even care. Mm-hmm. You know, but. Um, It'll be interesting to see and, and talk to him, and and uh, he's been so willing. He's like, "What can I do? Who can I call?" And you know, he's he's already had a relationship with Glenn Loop, so you know, uh, be interesting to see what he says. Absolutely, yeah. More good. Yeah. All right. Well, when we come back. We're going to talk to Brad and Yasmin from Altidus USA, and we're going to start the Meet Your Maker segment when we come back. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. Keep it lit. The journey of Jarquera began with a very special yet delicate Cuban seed. The Grupo de Maestros took their rare tobacco to the privileged farmlands of western Honduras, where they began a five-year program to combine its sweet flavors and distinctively aromatic qualities with the robustness of Criollo 98. The result was Jarquera, a genetic hybrid tobacco containing the best qualities of each. Grown on a single state containing rich soil and ideal weather conditions, Jarguera features flavors of coffee and chocolate with hints of nutmeg and cinnamon. Shade and sun-grown versions of this exceptional tobacco are now used exclusively in one cigar. Jarguera H. Upman. Experience Jarguera H. Upman. Now at your local tobacconist and visit jarguera.com to learn more. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. This is a La Aurora-issued public service announcement. The iconic lion has gone rogue. Breaking out of the original Dominican Cigar Factory is Untamed by La Aurora. Undoubtedly, one of their strongest cigars proves that not only can their factory provide flavorful sticks, but powerful as well. Taking a fantastic Dominican Nicaraguan blend and wrapping it with an oily Connecticut broadleaf wrapper creates a wild ride of flavor from start to finish. Be aware, this animal is extremely aggressive and should be approached with caution. Perfecting a seed for over 40 years takes skill. And again, so does growing the perfect beard. Take it from Matt Booth, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold and the owner of the infamous Room 101 brand. The Camacho Corojo is hand-built from authentic Corojo seeds. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character, Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. 
Awarded the 2014 Nicaraguan Cigar of the Year with numerous 90-plus ratings, the Perdomo 20th Anniversary Cigar celebrates Tabacalera Perdomo's 20 years as one of Nicaragua's largest premium cigar manufacturers. Using only the highest priming tobaccos grown exclusively by the Perdomo family, the 20th Anniversary Cigar has a tremendous profile with layer upon layer of rich, elegant, complex flavors. Visit your nearest authorized tobacconist today and experience the masterful blend of these Nicaraguan puros. Now available in extremely limited edition pyramid size in Sangro or Maduro. Hey, fools, how about a game of cutthroat? It's your funeral. That's my kind of game. Arnold, I hope your pool playing is better than your choice of cigars. What do you mean? Wow, tough crowd. Here, try this recluse cigar. You're going to need all the help you can get. Don't be stingy. Let me get one of those. Recluse. Wow, that's a good smoke. Now I can bring my A game. I think you should stick with that recluse cigar and work on your B game because you don't have an A game. And I know a little something about games. Boom. Ooh, that's cold. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. of something great my lungs will fill and then deflate they fill with fire exhale desire i know it's dire my time today i have these thoughts so often i ought to replace that slot with what i once bought welcome back to my kiss my ash radio i am adam k the brewmeister with me of course the unconventional honest abe and the lovely lady m and we are ready to get started with what we consider to be our favorite part of the show i want all of you to get up out of your chairs I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. It's time to meet your maker. That is one of my favorite intros. Oh, absolutely. Along with the same sound. With us this week from Altidus USA are Brad and Yasmin. Guys, thank you for being here to talk about all the wonderful things you guys do and... I mean, we've got a full knowledge bed going on. I mean, you guys have years of experience as well in the industry. Because I know, Brad, I mean, you've been with the company for... Nine years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been a run. Wow. (laughs) And congratulations. We heard you just had a kid. Yes, 15 months old. (laughs) Oh, I was a little Uh, off. I said eight. (laughs) Well, it feels like eight. Time flies. It does. Time for the second one now. 15 months already? 15 months. You're still counting it in months, so it's still early. Yes, yes, very early. (laughs) We just got a walker. <laughs> wow, are you are you working on number two? Uh, you know, that's the man. I want to stop. <laughs> yes, uh, we are working on number two. The Good. goal is to have a two year old and a newborn at the same time. That, that's so. it. I mean, mine are like eight, six, four, and two. You know, I mean, I mean, they all turn eight, six, four, and two this year, but you know, they're a little scattered now, but. Yeah, the two-year gap between kids is, like, just right. It's a good. I think this two-year gap will be my last gap. <laughs> <laughs> good call. Especially from those he, 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 th- he thinks he actually makes a decision yeah. when it comes to that. He has no, he has no clue he has yet. No clue. He has no clue yet. I got a guy who was, call I was done it, decision. too. I was done it, too, too. Just letting you know. I was done it, too. So, there's been a lot of f- stuff going on. I mean, obviously, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about with the, all the FDA regulations and just getting it. Because, I mean, Brad, obviously, you've been in the business for nine years. You've seen it from the beginning and how everything goes on. And, I mean, it, it's it's a big thing that everybody's talking about. And every person I saw every single day this week, that's the first thing that came out of their mouths and the first thing everybody wanted to talk about. I mean, just, I mean, 
Brad, just give us a little elaboration of what well, you're. I mean, we're curious on your perspective. Obviously, yeah. you're representative of one of the biggest, you know, tobacco makers and yeah, growers in the world, and producers in the, in the world. country. Yeah, it's it's you know it's very interesting. You know, we've we've taken a long time. You know, uh, this is two years in the making. You mm-hmm. know, so for us, uh, we looked at it and and we kind of our expectation all along is is that you know it could be. Um, far-fetched that we may get a total exemption and things like that. But you know what? We still fought for it. Yeah. Still tried to go for it. You know, look at the predicate date and things. But, you know, right now we're doing the same thing as every other manufacturer. We are evaluating. We're reading. Obviously, fleets <laughs> Five, of lawyers. 500 pages insane, yeah. of the document. <laughs> fleets of lawyers doing these things. And uh, we're going to actually – we're having a summit meeting next week in D.C., uh, which which uh, our CEO will be up there uh, with some others, and I think it's just an understanding. Is of it really an industry it. summit, or is it along with it's going like to be the CRA or IPCPR? It's IPCPR, CAA. It. It's everybody. It's everybody coming together, and really, what have you found out? What what was your viewpoint? And uh, we're going to take that information and try to come up with something we can all uh, I think agree on and, and and move forward. How do we attack this, and where are the the, the important levers? I tell you what blew my mind is. It just seemed like this was never going to come, because like we always like over the last two years, oh they're, they're doing it next month. Oh, it's happening next month. Oh, it's happening next week. And then you know, and there was all this like suspense, like it was going to happen any second now. And then like, unless I'm nuts, wasn't like a couple months ago where they said we're going to postpone that. You know, where yes. you, and like after they give us a sense of oh, okay, well, we don't have to worry about it for a while. All of a sudden, we woke up the next morning and there it was. Yeah, it just it hit insane. us. And weeks after, the agricultural subcommittee put in language saying the FDA can't use a single dollar to regulate regulate relegate premium cigars. Honestly, it's almost as if someone just forced it. Really. Well, it's very interesting because you you look at the timings, and you know, it, it's an election year. I mean, these are when things happen. I think that they they come in and they say, you know, right now. It's here. Here's our administration. They support this, which, I mean, the administration, the Obama administration does. And so it's our time to go. You know, what we do in the future, obviously, I think, uh, depends on November, quite honestly, and how, how that changes. I agree. That's why it's yeah. important for everybody to get out and vote. Very true. No matter what side, it's definitely important to cast a vote. Mm, Democrats can stay home. <laughs> I, I would second that. <laughs> so. Uh, well, I mean, look, we don't want to take up too much of Glenn mm-hmm. Loop's uh, spotlight on KMA Radio. <laughs> you know, and he, he usually has enough to talk about. But uh, let's get into the seed varietal. I mean, you came out with a cigar recently, the Aguera cigar, that was all based on this this new concept or new seed varietal development that you guys had. Yasmin, can you tell us a little bit about, about that? Of course. Um, well, when we look at our market, it's a complex and mature market. Our consumers are looking for something new, and we have the expertise and knowledge on our side, and we wanted to come up with something different. So we went to uh, our group of maestros and asked them if they could develop something different and unique for our consumers in U.S. market. Um, when we look at the history, uh, Jagorita seed is the original seed that Arias family, who is the co-founder of La Florida Copan, our manufacturing facility in Honduras, uh, he went to Cuba in 1960s and he discovered that unique seed variety and he decided to bring that back to Honduras. They worked on it for a while. 
but of course, the climate and soil is totally different. So what they have done is it wasn't um, resilient to blue mold at that time. So they it was kept or it, was not? It was not. It was not resilient yes. to blue mold. So they put it in their seed banks. In 2006, we went, um, they started working on that seed variety. What they discovered was unique characteristics of that original seed. And then they wanted to work on it and make it better with another seed variety. So they crossbreeded Criollo 98 with the original seed and came up with Jaguera. Um, it took like nine years to develop the seed. It's really? a delicate seed, very delicate, very tasty, bold and robust. And we featured it in our Jaguera E. Chapman. And because we got the perception of the consumers, which is smoking pretty well, uh, we are working on it more um, to make it much better, more flavorful. And then we will be using that seed variety in um, in other products of ours. You know, I'm not sure if you know the answer because I'm just curious. Because when you talk about in 1960, you found a, uh, a unique seed varietal. I mean, was that was that a hybrid that was developed that made it unique, or was it just a strain of seed that was lying around that no one ever found? Because in 1860, you figured they kind of had every kind of seed by that time possible. You know, is, is that? I mean, I'm not sure how that works. Um, he went to uh, he went to Cuba to find that unique seed variety. I think that was existing in Cuba. I don't uh. think that they discovered it for him. I think he found and he was interested in improving in it. But that's my take right. on it. They weren't using it because it was no, they were, susceptible yeah. to blue yes. mold, which is a major problem for all tobacco growers. Yep. Now, are there, are tobaccos now? Do they make? I mean, because I'm, I'm not sure about this either. Are tobaccos like now like not susceptible to blue mold? Is that no, no? They still are. I mean, it just it's very interesting because we are looking at uh, different hybrids, obviously Jaguera, and then we have another that will be coming out at our IPCPR that we've been working on in the Dominican Republic. Both uh, are not affected by blue mold, but you can still have that today. I think that some are just uh, more susceptible of getting correct. It. And you know, the growing climate, we're, we're better at what we do today, you know, and absolutely. I think you technology, can take, yeah, absolutely. The artisans, period, farming, yeah, knowledge, absolutely. We have our agronomists working on it. We have our group of maestros. We have our tobacco growers and pro, uh, processors who work with us on developing the, this new seeds. So, you know, if I'm not mistaken, there's also a very volcanic association with this new seed if I, that's a big part of the story right it is it is you know where it is grown near mm-hmm. near the basin of, uh, of the volcanic uh, uh, soil you know where it's where we've had uh, you know some eruptions over the years it's really made the soil a different content which obviously you guys being in the industry quite a while as well know that you can take a Connecticut seed grow it in Connecticut and grow it in the Dominican Republic well, and it tastes different. I know that's a very excellent point. We're going to have to come back to that, and I want to hear more about it because there's a whole lot of things about the volcanics that, in the way that affects the tobacco, and I'm sure you guys have a lot to say about it. So we're definitely going to find more about that when we come back. Right after this, keep it lit. Taste in cigars, as in all things, is largely a matter of personal preference. Quality, on the other hand, can be held to measurable standards. The DeCrossier brand embodies excellence crafted using time-honored old-world traditions that date back to the 19th century. From the minute you light one of our fine cigars, you will savor what has been called by many the best-kept secret in the cigar industry. This message has been approved by Santana Diaz, candidate for 2016 Cigar of the Year. 
Congratulations, champ, on winning your exhibition fight. What are you going to do to celebrate? I'm going to smoke one of these amazing Leaf by Oscar cigars. You mean Leaf by Oscar? That's what I said, Leaf by Oscar. It's called Leaf by Oscar, and yes, they are amazing cigars. See, now you're making me mad. I just want to enjoy my Leaf by Oscar cigar, but you're making fun of me. It's called Leaf by Oscar. That's two knockouts. Now I get to smoke two Leaf by Oscar cigars. That's Leaf by Oscar. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution, CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. I could barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Yeah, yeah. 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. We are broadcasting live here in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. With me, of course, the extroverted Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. Bad Boys of Entourage. Absolutely. And we are here with, and then part of our Meet Your Maker segment with Brad and Yasmin from Altidus USA. And we were talking about the new Yargera tobacco strain and all of the effort and work that went into it and the mountainous volcanic soil that is used to help craft. Now, what is the best part about, I mean, why is it, I feel like everybody's using mountainous soil and that's the, something that helps to make better tobacco. What is it about volcanic soil that makes great tobacco? Well, you know, I think it's it's like anything. It, we, we were talking before the break about growing Connecticut seed in, in the Dominican, growing it in the Connecticut River Valley, which we do. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same kind of there. You, when you grow in this volcanic area, you know, the acidities in the soil, the nutrients in the soil are obviously different in race. So the complexity and even the color of the tobacco has changed. You've seen some of this Colorado red and things that people get this hue on the tobacco. That is coming from that volcanic uh, soil content. Mm. It's, it's very interesting. It's just different compounds from that uh, volcanic ash that make it happen. The wonders of vol- volcanoes and the things that they can create yes, for exactly. us. Well, you know, ultimately, whatever fine cigars you make end up in stores. I want to talk a little bit about um, your newest store you're opening up in, Houston, in Texas, is it? Uh, in, in, in Dallas. In at Dallas. Dallas. Well, actually, that is uh, a bigger a bigger picture. You know, obviously through our retail partner. You know, um, uh, through a Casa de Monte Cristo partnership. Obviously, Altaros USA. We own the the brand right. Monte Cristo, um, but through JR uh, Cigars, which is our retail partner uh, under the umbrella of our company, is opening a store in Dallas. So it, it's kind of interesting because you so we've seen some press lately that says Altaros USA, Altaros yeah, USA. Yeah, yeah. And but, but you've opened those stores up with retailers, too. We, There's we one in Chicago. Partnered. You partnered, I mean. Yeah. You've partnered. One in Boynton. One in Boynton, <laughs> one in Chicago, uh, one in Miami. It is. Is, is, is this something that, as a company, you guys are looking to get the name out there more and partner up with other retailers across the country or more stores? Or uh, is well, there a plan for that? Strategically, we, you know, the stores that we have that we just, uh, obviously, in Boynton, like you said, in Chicago, and now this newest uh, partner in uh, Miami. Uh, those are naming rights issues from from our side. We license the name, and they can use those. This is actually a retail. Obviously, JR's focus, one of their focuses is retail, among others, and that is their uh, opportunity. We've given them the rights to use the Monte Cristo and the Casa de Monte Cristo name, and so they said, where's the biggest branding? Obviously, Monte Cristo has a, sure. a, a powerful name versus a JR Cigar Dallas. Kind Absolutely. Of thing. So. Do, you, do you have a concern where you have – uh, retail partners, and then you have uh, your, your 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 retail division. Jr. Is, is there a a standard or a common theme so that you want people that who go into a Casa de Monte Cristo store to have a similar type of experience, or is it kind of each one's on its own? No, I, I, that's the goal, uh, and you know, Yas can probably speak to that that viewpoint a little better and the look. You know, um, it's actually two totally different experiences. We don't want to have the same experience with Jr. Um, Casa de Monte Cristo is a totally different experience and lifestyle. That's what we want to have our consumers when they go to Casa de Monte Cristo. Jr is an internet catalog uh, retail of ours under the same umbrella, but we, as Brad mentioned, we separated it with our holding company, Tabacalera USA. We have nothing to do interfering each other's business. That's why we wanted to set the Casa de Monte Cristo totally different than um, JR. JR is not going to be managing Casa de Monte Cristo. 
But is there is there a certain certain theme that you want across all your casa stores? Yes. Yes. Uh, eventually, that's that's the goal. Is that all these stores kind of have the same uh, look, look, feel, experience? Though, um, as you've seen, our you know our our partner in in Boynton, um, the bar, you know, the aspect of being able to lounge and enjoy, the partnership in uh, Brickell now in Miami. A bar, a relaxation and experience lifestyle. The same kind of thing will go. These are more experienced lifestyle stores. Um, you know, it's it's just a different way for us to to promote the brand. And, and engage our consumers yes. to our brands. Well, engagement, you have a social club, too. Yes. We have a, yes. <laughs> Adam's over there getting mad. I'm asking all his questions. I'm, I'm about to lead right into that. <laughs> Tell us more about the Monte Cristo Social Club. Because we mentioned Monte Cristo. You know, it's yeah. this great, long-standing brand, and this is something you guys have crafted as a company to help bring in consumers and educate. I mean, wh- where did the idea come to start the Monte Cristo Social Club? Well, um, it came like five years ago mm-hmm. when the new management team came on board to Altus USA. Um, we knew that our brand awareness was so high, um, like nine out of 10 people kn- knew Monte Cristo, but the cu- country is so wide. We wanted to have a common place for our cigar enthusiasts to go, and it needed to be convenient for them, everybody to go in there and to find out what we have been doing or what we are doing and what we'll be doing. It's not only about cigars. Premium cigars is a lifestyle, so yes. the content is content was very important for us, not only on the cigar educational side, but we wanted to educate our consumers and inform our consumers on the lifestyle side as well. So the idea started, we worked on it for two years to establish um, the platform, and then we launched it in 2013. Uh, right now we have uh, more than 60,000 members uh, nationwide, and we don't only put it on the digital platform. Uh, we carry outside and meet with our cigar enthusiasts. That was one of the demands from our consumers to get together and physically meet with the uh, headquarter people from Altidus USA side, Grupo de Maestros, and also with each other. That was the whole aim, putting uh, cigar enthusiasts from all over the country together with the event series. Do you guys have future plans of events coming up? For the Monte Cristo um, Social Club? Yes. This year was changing it a little bit, uh, a little bit, and we are looking into turning it into a festival. So oh. we're going to uh, have it in a bigger scale with our group of maestros, with our partners, radio partners, with our um, uh, coffee partners. And this will be an experience that we're going to take our consumers through. Did you have a date or time and uh, date location set yet? Not really. We're working on it, and we'll come back with the details really <laughs> soon. Now, if I wanted to join the social club, where do I go? Is there an annual fee? What do I have to do? It's for free, plus you get a complimentary favorite, gift. Adam's favorite price, free. Of course. Everybody loves free. Great four-letter you word. Go to, you go to com and you sign up, and you get a great gift. Really? Ooh. It's free and you get a gift. Exactly. Do I get a membership card? Yes, do. Do I do. get anything for signing up besides a free gift? You do get a membership card, mm-hmm. which has a number and a date on it. Wow. It's personalized, and you do get a Monte Cristo uh, key punch with it. Ooh. Really? Now, if I'm not mistaken, if I can go to certain retailers at certain times, I can all even show my card and I can get stuff. Exactly. Really? What yes. do I have to do to do that? So you do. You, are, we reach out to our consumers wow. on a regular basis. Well, that's great. We let them know that if they show their membership card at the certain retailers, um, this is Monte Cristo lounges, of course, and we we give them a, a loyalty gift. 
So this card works at any Monte Cristo lounge. Yes. And are the Casa de Monte Cristos included in that family? Casa de Monte Cristos are how many, included. How many, I mean, I don't know if you know off the top of your head, but how many Monte Cristo slash Casas do you guys have represented across the country in, in the group? Uh, we have currently in the Casa, in the Casa branding, we have four. Uh, and then the uh, lounge program, the Monte Cristo lounge uh, program through Otatis, uh we have twenty six. Oh, so they're out there, and we're and we're spread across the country, which is nice. It's not just geo targeted to one or two states. We're 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 all across, which has been a great uh, partnership for Monte and those retailers. Fantastic. Um, I totally lost my train of thought of where I was going with my next question. <laughs> it, it happens. No yeah. worries. <laughs> um, the high. A lot of your new advertising is talking about the hybridization, innovation, and passion. Is the new buzzwords you guys are using. Is that all part of this new strain of tobacco that you're talking about? It is. And it's, it's part of it. It's actually the knowledge and the passion that we have as a group. And we know that um, one of our strengths is that knowledge and passion. And that knowledge is mostly in the Grupo de Maestros. Exactly. Now, I'm just curious. What did it take to become a member of the group of the maestros? And are there term limits? Does a guy come off? Is, is there an election process? I can tell you I don't qualify. I've yeah. been here nine years. <laughs> now, collectively, that group, is, is it's amazing because we take uh, people from our Tobacco Laredo Garcia factory, from the Florida uh, Copan factory in Honduras. These guys have over 100 years of combined experience in tobacco. From everything from seed to, to finished product. I mean, and some of these guys have actually been every experience where they started at the bottom. They've worked their way up through the entire factory. And now they're, they're supervising, they're, they're blending, they're, they're doing all these components. And so what we've done is in, instead of trying to make one person make one cigar, we now have a collective effort. And we rate these cigars. We do tasting panels. Yaz is a part of a, a meeting series that we go to on a, a monthly, uh, sometimes in this case, bi-monthly, uh, this particular month, as we're heading down next uh, week to the factory. Um, and, and to get together and share experiences. And what's really neat about this uh, opportunity is you get a room full of people, yeah. 10, 12, 15 guys and ladies, smoking cigars, and nobody's saying a word. It's kind of weird. It's really quiet. You know, we're all it's jovial and talking in the office, and it doesn't happen that way. And then you score them, and we kind of rate this product. And that's how we're developing new products, not to have one idea or one person. It's a collective vision. Speaking of new products, we had um, Pete Johnson on last week, and you guys did the Henry Clay tattoo with him. Do you have any future collaborations or new projects in the in the making or coming up? We uh, That's a good question for Yaz. As I, t- <laughs> I tend to put my foot in my mouth. So... Uh. <laughs> Well, we had a lot of success with not only with Pete Johnson, but with Placencia family and Rafael Nadal as well. Um, so so that might be exactly, and um, that might be the p- future plan. Yes, we're talking with other manufacturers at this point. Um, nothing promised yet, but we might surprise you. Always good for surprises. <laughs> well, I mean, Yasmin and Brad, I got to thank you guys for being here. It's been a pleasure having you for all the great Yargera tobacco and best of luck with everything you guys are doing. And we will definitely be sure talking to you guys again in the near future, I'm sure. Thank, thank you, you so very much. much. All right. When we come back, Charlie Minato is going to be here to talk about the news. Make sure you're keeping it lit. Hi, this is Rocky Patel, and I'd like to invite you to try one of our decade cigars. 
This premier cigar received a 95 rating from Cigar Aficionado, one of the highest ratings ever afforded by that magazine. It's a beautiful Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper with fillers from Nicaragua and Honduras. This cigar is medium to full-bodied, rich, complex, yet elegant and well-balanced. I promise you, you're going to love the decade. Try it. Zycar, the world leader in cigar accessories, has done it again. One of their best lighters is now even better. The popular Enigma Double Jet Flame Lighter is now the new Enigma 2. Complete with a new clean design, this lighter was re-engineered for dependability and performance. It feels more ergonomic in your hand, and new internal components give it the horsepower you need. Like everything Zycar, this comes with the incredible lifetime warranty. Zycar for life. You know, some football players today remind me of Cuban cigars. They're weaker, they talk too much, and they don't pack the same punch they used to. Take it from Mike Ditka, member of Camacho's Board of the Bold, and check out the new Camacho Corojo line of smokes. Built for the expert palate and fine-tuned for maximum flavor impact, consistency, and quality. Pick one up today. Swag Cigars. Offering a cigar for you. From the medium-bodied Swag Puro Dominicano, the full-bodied Swag Black, and now the new Swag Round Connecticut with a flavor profile not usually found in milder blends. The flavor profile takes you from creamy smoothness to a place no other milder cigar has ventured. Available in four great sizes, shipping to stores near you in August 2015, and priced right. Boutique Blend Cigars. Blending is in our DNA. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Corojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back. 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K. the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the introvertedly excellent Honest Abe. So much more room now in the studio. It's amazing what happens when you get smelling the I'm just lacking deodorant this morning. No, I actually put on Duncan's deodorant today because I knew that there was going to be a lot of people in this yeah, room. Yeah, your armpits wailing, so you better get some deodorant on. You know, I put Duncan's on for you. She's anti-deodorant. We know. I'm anti-breast cancer. <laughs> She's anti-aluminium. Aluminium. Mm-hmm. Yes, and this is Kiss My Ash Radio. We are broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. And now it's time for Inside the Industry with HalfWheel.com. Inside the Industry, brought to you by HalfWheel.com, the industry cigar blog. On the phone, we have Charlie Manano from HalfWheel.com. Charlie, welcome. You're on Kiss My Ash Radio. Thanks, Dave. How's it going? Ah, it's going good, man. I imagine you've had a very, very busy couple of weeks. Yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely been an interesting uh, few weeks in the cigar business. But, uh, you know, summer, so we're about to start seeing a lot more new products, and uh, it's only going to get busier from here, I imagine. All right, good stuff. So what's what's going on in the industry this week? Well, outside of FDA, there's uh, still plenty of stuff going on, um, and I think one of the big stories this week was that Nicaragua last month has banned the uh, cutting of some wood. So the Nicaraguan government introduced a variety of measures related to cutting and transporting of wood within the country, some of which have already affected the, the country's cigar industry. So the restrictions were introduced uh, alongside others to help deal with the current drought in Nicaragua. Some estimates says the countries have lost as much as 60% of its surface water and half of the underground water. The two causes are generally believed to be uh, what's called El Nino, which is a unique uh, weather system that takes place uh, and causes both floods and drought, and deforestation. So Nicaragua has banned the cutting and transporting of any tree that's produced naturally, uh, which would be those in forests and jungles, not those that are grown specifically by Juan Martinez, who many people know from Hoyt in Nicaragua, is also the head of the country's cigar um organization told us that they've uh, felt some of the effects so far. Some people have reported that the price of wood has gone up as much as 40% uh, when you need to have cigar boxes made. Wow. Yeah. That's a bit, that's a heavy, that's a hefty 40%. number. 40%? Yeah. So I think the good news is that uh, a lot of box manufacturers have to buy their wood in, in far, far advanced time. So Juan told us that uh, a lot of box manufacturers buy it sort of on an annual basis. So some of the smaller people are starting to feel it. Some people are starting to import wood from other countries. Um, but it's obviously something that's going to be a, a concern, maybe not now, but three, six, nine months down the road, uh, you could start seeing that really start to affect consumers. Now, with this new regulation on wood going into effect, you think a lot more manufacturers are going to start a box recycling program? Or bundles. There's been a few. There's been <laughs> a a few lot more bundles. There are, there are a couple of them out there, and yeah. I wonder if a lot more of them are going to take adv- advantage and possibly start doing more box recycling. I think we'll see some of them. I know that uh, CLEs and you know got a new program that they're planning on unveiling. I think they've accelerated a little bit. Um, Padron obviously does it. The, the reason why Padron's able to get away with it is because they do a lot of their packaging in the U.S., which is quite unique for most people that produce cigars overseas. Davidoff's really the only other person that I can think of that does that sort of packaging scale operation in the U.S. Um, and so it'd be difficult to ship boxes to Miami and then ship them back to the factory, get them repackaged, and then ship them back to the U.S. and back to the country. Uh, from a cost perspective, that's obviously uh, pretty prohibitive. Wow. Well, I also hear that uh, Avo's launching a new cigar. 
Yes, yeah, so uh, they've announced a new synchro Nicaragua. It's called the Fogata, uh, which is Spanish for campfire. Uh, this one's going to use an Ecuadorian Habano 2000 wrapper uh, over a Mexican uh, binder and some filler tobaccos from the Dominican Republic, as well as uh, Nicaragua from both Esteli and Condega. It's a follow-up to last year's Synchro Nicaragua, which is a box press cigar. This one will be round. Um, and it features a bit more Nicaraguan tobacco in the filler. The blend from last year was still primarily Dominican um, and had an Ecuadorian wrapper as well. Uh, planning on having four sizes from $9 to 11 It's going to come in boxes of 20 and we'll see it late next month. Uh, and obviously, the Acticare trade show, I think, is when most retailers will get to see it for the first time. Tell you what, over the last few years, there's been a huge revitalization of that Avo brand, hasn't there? Yeah, they obviously, uh, last year, they, they spent a lot of time trying to make sure that they could update the packaging without losing that iconic um, Avo look. I think it's one of the best logos that the cigar industry's ever had, and uh, they did a good job of keeping that and, and still making it a bit more modern, and um, obviously, they've got you know, plans to continue to expand and, and revitalize the brand. So what's going on with Sam Lucia? He seems like a guy who just keeps coming back. Popping back up. <laughs> yeah, so Sam this week uh, introduced two new projects, both of which are pretty intriguing. So he's got something called Bumpy Roots, which is a uh, three-blend line. And the big thing with this is that it's going to incorporate some pipe tobacco. So it's going to have pipe tobacco in the filler as well as on some of the cigars, pipe tobacco in between the binder and the wrapper. And so it's called Bumpy Roots because the uh, cigars end up being very bumpy. Uh, Sam told us that the cigars are actually supposed to be rolled to a 5 by 50 mold, but once you put the pipe back in, it actually causes the cigar to increase to a 54 ring gauge. So we've got three blends, Cherry Stout, uh, which uses Cherry Stout pipe tobacco, D's Nut Ale, which is a hazelnut pipe tobacco blend, and Pap's Blend, which uses Black Cavendish pipe tobacco. He's not talking about the tobacco that he's using for the actual cigar itself. Um, but obviously the pipe tobacco is going to add a lot, and he's actually going to include three ounces of pipe tobacco in each of the canisters that has four cigars. So you're going to have additional infusion from the pipe tobacco. You also can smoke it. Um, Probably not the best product with FDA regulations around the corner, but at least for the next two years we'll get to enjoy it. And I'm just telling you, this this seems like it's going to be a logistical nightmare because – there's different taxes on pipe tobacco, and there's different taxes on cigars statewide. I mean, I mean, Florida has a steep pipe tobacco tax. It's just very strange. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see how that goes about working. Obviously, I think there's some other people that have put loose tobacco. Drew State does it with a few of their products in the boxes. It's not necessarily meant for consumption, but um, this product raises all sorts of questions. But it'll be interesting to smoke it and see it, smell it, and... At least for the next two years, we can enjoy it. We've got another project, which is a bit more traditional. It's called Small Batch Number 75, and it's a big retail display uh, that goes into humidors. Um, and what's unique about these cigars are that the cap has a laser-etched logo on it. Um, and so yeah. the first time we've seen the lasers introduced uh, onto the market in a few years. Oliva did it with Master Blends 1 and 2. I know the Florida Minicano was fooling around with it, but the laser machine broke, so they ultimately decided to <laughs> abandon that project. Stop. Don't fix <laughs> the machine. <laughs> Drop the project. <laughs> well, who is doing uh, the production for Sam now, and do you know what factory these are going to come out of? Yeah, so they're still being made at American Caribbean, which is where he had uh, La Cia, uh Black and White made and where uh, Luchor was as well. 
Ah, so is he going to be doing his own distribution now? Because he was with General, then was doing distribution with Toronto, and left all that. Yeah, so he's in charge of his own distribution now. Um, he's no longer with General, and uh, I think that at least as of a couple months ago, he was looking for independent sales representatives. I'm not sure how successful he's been in finding them, but uh, you know, still putting out new cigars, and seems like he's going to be around. Very cool stuff, Charlie. This we really appreciate. We've run out of time for the segment, but uh, check out Charlie and the industry's basically cigar blog, industry, uh, halfwheel.com. Uh, they'll be bringing us cigar news and telling us what's going on inside the industry every week and uh, once a month. We'll have hopefully one of the fine folks from uh, halfwheel.com to come on and talk to us like you did today. Thank you so much, Charlie. Thanks, Dave. Have a good weekend, guys. Absolutely. Fantastic. You know, great times. You know, we've got Armand Asante coming up when he's, we... Yeah, he's right here, so he's we're ready. here when we come back. So when we come back, we're going to have Armand Asante. Make sure you're keeping it lit. freedom, Ernesto and Carlos Padilla, the sons of the lion-hearted writer and poet Alberto Padilla, once imprisoned by the Castro government and whose forefathers grew tobacco in our beloved Cuba, are proudly blending cigars that continue the magnificent Cuban traditions of cigar making. Visit your local tobacconist and ask for the unique smoking experience that is Padilla. One puff of Padilla and you'll roar too. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K, the Brewmeister, and we are broadcasting live from Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. I'm, of course, joined by the extrovertedly awesome Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. Good morning, good morning. And we are here now with noted a- actor, 
Despian. Despian. Cigar enthusiast. Cigar enthusiast. Man of many talents and industries. Armand Asante. Armand, thank you for being here. I want to thank you for having me, and I'm, uh, I'm very honored to be here because uh, maybe mm, a lot of listeners out there don't know Abe DeBedden is a legend in the cigar, <laughs> the cigar industry. They so. keep telling me I'm a legend in my own you, mind. That's why I, I say that all the time, but uh, <laughs> then I get slapped. But uh, yeah. thank you seriously for having me on. Oh, the pleasure is absolutely all ours. Pleasure is all ours. The honor is ours. I mean, thank you. I'm telling you, I, grew, I literally grew up watching you all over cinema, TV, the big screen. So. I grew up watching me, too. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. I mean, but talk about growing up. You know, I did a lot of reading about you before you came on. Uh, you were born to an Italian father, Armand Sr., who was a painter and artist, and your mother was a music, music teacher and a poet. Yeah. Did they have heavy influences on you? Tremendous influences. The, yeah. the career of the arts, pretty yeah, much? Yeah, I, I think that everyone is a product of the conditions they uh, grow up. I was very, very fortunate in that both my parents were in the arts. They matriculated in the arts, and they, um, you know, I saw my first Broadway play when I was four. And uh, Mary Martin and Peter Pan. I was I was trying to fly for a long time after that. <laughs> but, but, I, but I had a great great uh, experience in watching Broadway theater when I was very young for many many times. And then I was in the theater for ten years before I made a film. So I had a tremendous background in music and uh, painting, and, and uh, it was a great uh, life experience. And I think it's it's essential in education today that that the arts be uh, really um, uh, taken. Uh, very, very seriously, because we're at a time right now in education where there's a lot, lot of problems, and the arts have to come. They, 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 the impact that the arts have on, on students and the ability to express themselves is um, it's immense. Yeah. Mind-boggling. I mean, and so you had a long-time career on stage before you even ever went to TV or something. Well, I was, I was 10 years in the theater, and then wow. I, I, I attempted Hollywood, and I started to work, and thank, thank God I had a, a, an incredible life now and an incredible well, I'm not sure if you're aware of this, but since your, I believe, career began on film or in TV in 1974, through the present, it's about 42 years uh, that you've been involved in television or cinema. Every single year you've had something, except three, during that yeah. whole 42 years. I mean, you stayed very busy from your inception, um, but did you ever feel at some point during your 10 years of theater, or I don't know how long it took you to finally break into acting, did you get frustrated and say, maybe this wasn't going to work out? Every day, every day, <laughs> every day, <laughs> every day of your life. You know, I mean, you know, and the truth of the, about the uh, certainly the theater, film, and television industry is it's very it's a marginal industry. Even though I will say this that the uh, you know the entertainment industry now is one of the last great staple industries left in the United States. We are we are up there with what electronics was at one time. So I mean, it's uh, it's very important, and people from all over the globe have moved and are trying to get into the U.S. just to get into the entertainment industry. That's a fact. It's it's just incredible how many people from all over the world want to be part of the um, entertainment industry. But it, but in terms of myself, I mean, it, it, it still is every day. You have to stay on target in terms of. What are you directing yourself for? What do you want to do? What do you want to accomplish with stories? Who do you want to work with? Um, and I, I will say this, uh, my entire career, which has been based on long, long-term relationships, everything 
everything emanates from the relationships you have in your life. And that, that's really, that's the long and the short of it. I'm really glad you brought that up about who you want to work with. Now, you, after the, over this long career you've had, is there anyone you haven't worked with that you really want to as a director or just another actor or actress who you would just love to be able to? Just... Well, let me preface this by saying that you don't often get to work with who you want to. No, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. So, I mean, it, it you really, hope to. It really is a matter of survival. But, I mean, as I've... Um, moves uh, internationally all over the world now. I, I find that I, I want to cultivate young, talented people the way uh, a lot of people when I was uh, a young person wanted to cultivate me, so I do everything I can to help young directors uh, find their feet and get get get, a, get some kind of a foundation paid in the forward. film industry. And it's, it's paid off. I mean, I can't tell you the rewards. They're not right. monetary rewards, but the, the uh, spiritual rewards of seeing them progress and have gone gone on to do amazing things that that's very gratifying you speak of long-term relationships you know you worked alongside stallone in your first two films lord of flatbush and paradise alley and then later on with judge dread yeah are you close with him well i mean i don't i don't know how many people in the industry have even the time to stay close and certainly sly, <laughs> sly is one of the busiest uh, performers on the planet so i mean you know, uh, he's been very kind to me whenever we do work. I mean, li um, I know literally that he could pick up the phone or send me an email in two minutes and we, like, no, no time has passed. That's one of the most fascinating things about working in the industry. I was once in the theater with Val Kilmer. He was wow. a very young actor, you know, and I, I ended up working on a film with him. Very short-lived project, but the point is that, you know, he walked in the room and I hadn't seen him in 32 years, and it was like time stopped. It was like the... It was just like, hey, let's go to work. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. Yeah. You know, when you work uh, in the creative process, which is being eroded from the industry because of economics, but when you work in the creative process, it's amazing that the, the, the uh, importance and the relevance of intimacy takes over your life for those times. So, so it's not like you have a friend. You have a, a, a brother. Yeah. I mean, you've developed this relationship that is inimitable and indelible and will not go away. So, I mean, that's what I mean. He could pick up the phone and call me and say, hey, I got a gig. I need you to be in Bulgaria tomorrow. It literally can happen like that. You know, it's and, and it's shorthand. It's like, of course. Mm -hmm. It's like musicians who've played forever together. They need a guitar player, they need a bass player or a drummer. Can you be at this gig tomorrow night? we got to go. You know, it's funny you say that. You're just joining us. We're here with uh, Armand DeSante. But, you know, I think everybody has this misconception that everybody in Hollywood is always like, they're always running into each other. Right. You know, oh, they're, they're partying, they're social gals. Uh, but here yeah. you're talking about you haven't seen an actor in 32 years. I mean, it's, right. you know, I think it's a misconception I think the common person has that Hollywood people are always, you know, yeah. rubbing elbows and getting together and doing stuff no. together. But, yeah. It's really a day-to-day -day, day -day, uh, survival kind of uh, <laughs> profession. I can, I can only imagine. Now, you've been, I mean, you've been nominated multiple times for Emmys and Golden Globes. One of my favorites was Q&A with Tim, uh, Tim, wow. uh, Timothy Hutton and Nick Nolte. I was, I mean, I was a young kid. And I'll have to be honest with you, my brother was almost as much as a TV guru, movie guru as I was. Yeah. And he's four years younger than me at the time. And he's the one who made me watch it. Uh, he said it was incredible. Um, but it wasn't until your portrayal of Gotti, the self-titled television film in 1996, where you finally walked away with the primetime Emmy for Outstanding Lead Actor in a Drama Series. Yeah. What was that moment like for you? It was gratifying. I will say, you know, that that was, um, I, th I think when, uh, one of the reasons people wax on and on and on when they win an award is because, the, and they, they thank everybody in their life. But the truth of the matter is you have to thank everybody in your life because you don't do it alone. Right. And I mean, God, it was written by Steve Shagan, Vince Patrick. These are two of the legendary writers of 
America doesn't even know about. They were blacklisted. I mean, they've been through hell, but they were phenomenal writers. And the thing is that, you know, the culmination of that project is the culmination of Robert Harmon, uh, my God, uh, Cooper from HBO. There was uh, Gary Lucchese. So many artists had worked on it, and then the casting process was very, very long, which I was, thank God, intimately involved in. But the, but the point is that that uh, that moment is like, my God, all the energy that went into me to be able to be here, I cannot take for granted at this moment. And that's right. really what it's about. Mm-hmm. That's what that kind of moment is about. You realize, my God, all the people... The energy that went into me to do this is is what that moment really is about, you know. I mean, <laughs> maybe not for other people. Well, I mean, <laughs> for me, it was like, wow. It's amazing. Did you get to? Did you actually get to meet Gotti for that no, role? No, no, no way. They got him locked. Yeah. No, no. I, I, or he, um, he passed already, or was he still alive? The, at the closest time? I came was I met people that had grown up with him, and I did a lot of research on his life. I met a lot of homework, but no, I didn't know uh, him or his family or anyone. Because you have an interesting, I read uh, in your, actually, when you were on the cover of Cigar Aficionado, I read that article, you have an interesting portrayal of the gangster, um, yeah. of them being almost whimsical and comical, but like a switch can become basically, like, frightening. That, well, I think, I think that's, the, uh, that's the irony of, of, of probably any, um, any true sociopath. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, is that, there's almost a bipolar world. Yeah, that's yeah. what he said. You're bipolar. Like bipolar. One minute they'll be joking, yeah. telling great stories, laughing, and yeah. basically could be ready to. Well, you're living on the edge of reality, and I think if a person wants to make that moral choice or a moral choice, is a very dangerous way to live your life. <laughs> well, excellent point. We have to take a break. It's been a fascinating. We're going to have a lot more with Armando Santi when we come back. So make sure you're keeping it lit. Hoya de Nicaragua proudly announces the release of Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial, a carefully modified recipe containing a unique and exceptional selection of barrel-aged grade A fillers and a beautiful silky shade-grown habanero wrapper from the legendary Jalapeno Valley. Produced in small quantities, this exceptional medium to full-body cigar will continue to captivate consumers with its rich Nicaraguan complexity, subtle woody and sweet flavors, and a velvety finish. Try a Cuatro Cinco Reserva Especial today. Keeping Cuba's most coveted traditions for three generations, the legend continues with San Latano. With signature blends by A.J. Fernandez, available in a smooth and creamy Connecticut, a hearty, rich San Andreas box press, Maduro, and a robust, full-bodied Habano. A.J. Fernandez continues the legacy with his new creation, the prestigious San Latano Oval. Using ultra-premium aged tobacco that takes a whole new shape and balance, the San Latano Oval is now available in both a Maduro and Habano wrapper. Visit your local tobacconist today and ask for San Latano cigars by A.J. Fernandez. 25 years of excellence in the cigar industry has allowed Nestor Miranda and Miami Cigar to become household names. Going into their 26th year, they celebrate by rebranding one of their cornerstone lines, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Innovation in design and style makes NMC one of the most modern brands on the market today. Three different wrappers allow for this line to be an anytime smoke. Ecuadorian Connecticut for the morning, Nicaraguan Habano just after lunch, and a broadleaf Maduro for your nightcap. You only get one life. How will you live yours? Life, liberty, and the pursuit of fine cigars. You're listening to Kiss My Ash Radio. 
Are you looking for a new out-of-the-box, ready-to-smoke go-to cigar? Then look no further than Boutique Blends. Boutique Blends offers a wide variety of strengths, profiles, and sizes to appease even the staunchiest aficionado. Crafted from the finest in small-batch Dominican tobaccos, Boutique Blends has a cigar to satisfy all taste profiles. From the highly rated and acclaimed Aging Room Quattro, the new Aging Room Maduro, or the Swag Puro Dominican, find the highly rated Boutique Blends cigars at your nearest tobacconist today. The A4 Flores signature cigar brands out of the PDR Cigar Factory in the Dominican Republic are a must-have for every cigar connoisseur. Whether you smoke the A Flores Seri Privada, the AFR 75 Edmundo, or the Flores E Rodriguez 10th Anniversary Reserva Limitada, you will find yourself experiencing truly unique cigars that set new standards for superior construction, smooth draws, and flavor complexity. Visit your nearest tobacconist and ask for the fine cigars of Abe Flores, the hottest boutique cigar maker in the industry. When you light a Davidoff cigar, you set aglow the richest tradition of cigar making in the world. You release craftsmanship achieved by our investment in that most precious of commodities, time. The time it takes to create a Davidoff cigar as it passes through 600 hands before it arrives in yours. The time it takes to age and mature the tobacco which fills a Davidoff cigar, sometimes as much as 10 years. The time it takes to hand-pick, hand-roll, and then carefully hand-check each individual cigar before it is fit to wear the legendary Davidoff white band. In every second of enjoyment, there are decades of experience. In every way, it is time beautifully filled. Monitor three humidors at once from one simple device. Caring for your cigars is easy with the new PuroTemp wireless hygrometer from Zycar. You now have the ability to monitor the humidity and temperature in three humidors without even having to open them. Ensure protection by setting simple alerts that will warn you when your cigars are not in the optimal environment. Like everything Zycar, this is backed by their lifetime warranty. Stop by your local tobacconist to purchase yours today. Zycar for life. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K., the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the wonderful Honest Abe and the lovely Lady M. And we are here talking to Armand Asante. And, Armand, once again, thank you for being here. Thank you. And before we went to break, you know, we were kind of talking about how the the process of what you did to learn about Gotti and uh, all the <laughs> research you did. But I, th- I think I wanted to delve into slightly more of that. I mean, what is your process like to get into a character? What is it? What is it you do to just find the soul and the arc of where you need to be to make this person come alive on screen? The principal obligation really is to study the author and to understand what the author wants to uh, his point of view. And uh, once you do that, then it's your job to embody what, the, in a sense, the author does. So, so I mean. In, the process involves, I mean, I personally, I document constantly, I, I photograph constantly, I interview constantly, I have an, an incredible library of interviews, I've made documentaries on subjects. Your, your principal obligation is to embody what you're doing, and the more, the more you can actually, uh, what I call putting it into my DNA, um, that's really the obligation. 
Do you, um, many of your characters you've portrayed have been tough guy roles or a man's man, so to speak. Do you relate easily to these types of characters or, you know? You know, I, I found that it became more uh, of a stereotypical, you do it well and they, they hunt and type. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they, they type cast you through that. But yeah. I mean, uh, I've done, um, I did a film a couple of years ago on, uh, based on Irving Yalom's, uh, uh, Incredible book uh, when Nietzsche wept. I played Nietzsche. That that was a a process where I actually hire, hired a German translator of Nietzsche to comprehend the vernacular and the nomenclature of what Nietzsche's philosophy really was. I mean, it was a tremendous effort to embody that type of character. But the thing is, that's really the obligation. So I mean, I've been blessed in my life to have an enormous array of material submitted to me, and still, I mean, all I do, and principally, all uh, any actor who's um, Who's trying to, um, you know, continue in that in that field of work? You spend the majority of your year looking for stories. Mm-hmm. It's all about story. Lady M's a big Nietzsche fan. She reads a lot of Nietzsche. Nietzsche all day long. <laughs> Why? Don't do that. Well, <laughs> put me on the spot. That that which kills you will only make you stronger. <laughs> you, know, you never read Thus Spack Zarathustra? <laughs> I actually is that Nietzsche or Kierkegaard? I can't I even remember. My philosophy one on one now is getting jumbled in my head. Very very famous philosopher. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, listen. How did your passion for cigars begin? And what, how did you develop at one point? Because, I mean, I know you personally and you're an avid cigar connoisseur and fan. And when did it start? Probably in the uh, early 80s. Um, and I, 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 um, I just enjoyed the taste of cigars. Um, Who I, gave you I, your first I certainly, I'm not an addictive person, but, but probably the first one was something like a Denobili or something like that, oh, probably wow. in the 80s. But Who the point is. Eastwood? Now that you mentioned it, he he was a big Denobly family. Yeah, I think it's from all those Josie Will, all, Jos- all, all, Josie exactly, Will movies he's making. Exactly, all those John Houston <laughs> films. But but you know the um, the truth of the matter is, I enjoyed the taste of tobacco, and, and then in the '90s cigars became, you know, much more, um, if you will, available yeah. to um, the public, and I, I took a serious interest in it. I. Um, I smoked off and on. I'm not an addictive personality. There's nothing I get addicted to. And, and also, I will say this, you know, if, if you smoke anything, you should hit, hit, hit a steam room or a sauna or a facility really quickly. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't do anything that harms my body. But I think there's a tremendous misconception right now, especially in, in lieu of the new FDA rulings, that, that cigars are necessarily damaging to your body. I think cigars are smoked in moderation by adults. Yeah. They're phenomenal. I mean, uh, cigars are like smoking great, uh, drinking great, great wine mm-hmm. or great, great staple products that are part of our, our own cultural legacy internationally. So I, I take a little umbrage when people lump cigars in with, with cigarettes or any product that uh, is necessarily dangerous. It's not my experience of that industry at all. Whatsoever. Well, I mean, the whole basis of that whole FDA ruling, and I'm going to get a little bit more into that later, but... It's the Family Prevention Act, the Family Tobacco. I mean, that's what they're saying. It's to stop kids and protect families from tobacco. It's just such a farce, and they, they really have no clue what they're regulating, and then that's the problem. It's it's a sellout. It's big money. Big money tobacco is moving them to make decisions that's going to benefit their marketplace, and that's that's what's really going on in the world. Yeah. Um, in many of your films, you're a cigar smoker. Uh, on the Beach, Hoffa, Passion in Paradise, Gotti, Mambo Kings, Two for the Money, American Gangster, you know, I'm sure I probably missed some, but uh, were cigars often written into the role, or was that a prop that you'd often bring yourself into the character? No, several several of those films, the cigar was written into the role. You'd be amazed 
at how many directors have actually asked me, would you, would you smoke a cigar on the scene? You know, even half of that was never in the script, but I mean, uh, Danny DeVito insisted on it. It's, it's an interesting phenomenon, but, but I think probably because of the uh, filmic and cinematic illusion that cigar people are necessarily powerful people. <laughs> and I, I played characters that, that had the illusion of, or were deluded enough to believe they had power. Mm-hmm. But the point is that, that I think that's where that, that, uh, that pattern uh, evolved. Is it likely for most or some actors or actresses to deny and say, no, I don't want to be seen with a cigarette or I don't want to smoke a cigar on, on scene? It's very normal. I mean, yeah. you, you, can, you can decline anything today. I mean, it, you know, you, you don't have to prostitute yourself out there for anything. So. Has anybody ever complained about the smoke on a set that you've worked with? Never. No. No. I dare like them to. <laughs> no, I mean, it's just interesting. I mean, here, you're just joining us. We were speaking with Armand Asante. Armand, what was uh, one of the most memorable cigar-related stories that you could remember on or off the set? Um, I, I think I think I, I, I've had moments where people have come up to me. Um, I actually had a moment here in Florida very recently at the beautiful cigar bar in Weston that's run by the gentleman from uh, Louisiana. Smoke on the water. Yeah, and the guy from Howard Beach who works there gave me a beautiful, uh, beautiful cigar. Um, I have one memory right after Mambo Kings that was amazing. I was here in Miami having dinner uh, in a very low-key place, and this guy came up to me who worked at the restaurant, and he said, I have a gift for you. And I was, what is this? He gave me a pre-Castro cigar. That was probably from the fifties. Oh wow! And it was, uh, it was like it was like having a dessert. <laughs> it was like having ice cream. It was amazing. So I will say that legend, uh, that that legacy, that goes back to um, Cuba and Nicaragua and all all the countries that now are the staple industries of cigars, is very powerful. I mean, you know, oh, when I, you, somebody gives you something, you say, "That's a bottle of champagne, not yeah, a cigar." Right? Yeah. Right. yeah. And a lot of people are still waiting for that door to open so they can have that experience. So yeah. it's mm-hmm. really mind-boggling stuff. But you brought up Mambo Kings, and I know your mother was a, a music teacher. Yep. You had an amazing scene there with Tito Puente and, and, and Mambo Kings. I mean, that's when you were up there playing the drums. Yeah, I was a professional drummer for years, and then I didn't know anything about Latin timbali drumming. And I actually, I actually have film and video of Tito and I rehearsing that for a long you time. You actually, from, I read a story, you actually did a gig with him. Uh, he asked, After that movie. Uh, he, yeah, <laughs> yeah, he actually asked me to go on the road. But, you know, it was the first time in my life, actually, that, that I had an international offering offerings for films. So I didn't have the time to even consider anything but work. But so, I bet you couldn't imagine that when you were a kid playing you know, drums at Tito. No, no, no. <laughs> but I'll tell you something. It was electrifying, you know. That was one of the most electrifying group of artists uh, ever put together. Celia Cruz, Tito Puente, Jana Pacheco, um, so many great, uh, Bobby Sanabria, so many great Latin artists worked on that film. And, you know, a lot of people don't know that that score was actually perfected. For instance, even, even every drum stroke that we did was then retuned. I mean, it's an amazing amount of technical digital work, work went yeah. into the, that construction of that score. Well, I want to get more into that when we come back, but we got to take a break. And we come back more with Armando Santi. Make sure you're keeping it lit.
Since their humble beginnings in 1998, Drew Estate has believed that the production floor is the crossroads between art and passion and where the real magic takes place. Drew Estate Master Blender Willie Herrera has crafted a unique medium-bodied line extension that is creamy, lush, and ultra-smooth and finished off with a flawless shade wrapper that delivers satisfaction in spades. Continuing the story from their factory floor, it is with great bravado that the Drew Estate presents Undercrown Shade, a true Drew experience. Do you love delicious beer? Do you love delicious cigars? Well, we have the perfect cigar for you. The Quesada Keg, a savory Nicaraguan cigar draped in a beautiful Pennsylvania broadleaf wrapper and packed in wooden barrels. The Quesada Keg was blended to pair with the traditional Irish stouts we all love to enjoy on St. Patrick's Day. Available in three tasty sizes. The Quesada Keg is available for a limited time only. So grab one today before they sell out. The Quesada Keg, the perfect cigar to pair with beer. Hey, cigar enthusiasts, did you know your personal freedom to enjoy a fine cigar is affected by some form of smoking ban in all 50 states? Additionally, taxation on premium cigars is at its highest level in history, with some states taxing at an astronomical rate of 75%. Finally, there's a solution, CRA. Cigar Rights of America is the first and only nonprofit public advocacy association fighting for your freedom to enjoy a fine cigar. Don't just sit there. Become part of the solution. Become a CRA member today. Membership is only $35 a year. That's less than $3 a month. And as a special bonus, CRA will send you two limited edition cigars as a way to say thank you for joining. Visit CigarRights.org for more information and to become a member. Since the dawn of time, the universe has been constantly evolving. Now experience the evolution of flavor. Sindicato Cigars, available in Ecuadorian shade-grown Carrojo and San Andres Marron wrappers, are beautifully crafted by master blender Arsenio Ramos. Using a double-leaf binder and meticulously box-pressed, Sindicato Cigars provide the perfect draw to deliver the evolved flavors you won't soon forget. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Sindicato Cigars. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. Getting healthy and in shape was easy. Everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. Quality and value are always the two biggest determining factors for consumers when making buying decisions. Casa Bella by Sindicato Cigars offers superior flavor, quality construction, and an affordable everyday price. Completely handmade in the Dominican Republic, these value-priced, smooth yet flavorful cigars are comprised of Dominican and Nicaraguan filler tobaccos, and they're available in natural and Maduro wrappers. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer of Casa Bella cigars. I can barely remember, but my first time was on my boat. Winning! My first time was in the locker room at the gym after a grueling workout. My first time was on a cool, crisp morning right on the 18th hole. Everyone remembers the first time they had Hex. Hex cigars are the perfect balance of body and flavor that will have you reminiscing long after the embers have gone out. Visit SindicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer today. Because you will always remember the first time you had Hex. 
Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K., the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I'm Adam K., the Brewmeister. We are broadcasting live in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. With me, of course, the ever introverted Honest Abe. Hello. And the lovely Lady M. And hey, hey. If you miss any part of this episode, guess what? In a couple, about, probably about a month, you can catch this episode of Kiss My Ash Radio on CigarTV. Yeah, the fine, yeah, the fine folks at CigarTV.com have been installing cameras in our studio, and we're going to be in their, uh, I guess, regular feed we will uh, be in the starting regular in June. Feed. So make sure you check that out at CigarTV.com. Great stuff. You can get it on Roku right now. It's a great... It's a great thing to have. Yeah, we're getting questions flooded everywhere. Uh, one of our listeners wants to know, Armand, what's your favorite cigar? Well, I have, I have to tell you, I'm partial to the one I created with Victor Vitale, Oro Vivo. Yeah. I love Oro Vivo. It was created for that reason, so I like it. <laughs> so, I mean, Fair I, enough. I, I, I have that as one of my favorites. Well, you know, you say that as a joke, but, you know, Steve Saka, I remember hearing him say a speech once. He goes, look, when we make cigars... I make a cigar to my taste. Rocky Patel, he's blending working. He's making us. So, yeah, we always think that our cigars are the best cigars because we've made them for yeah. our palate. The one thing, uh, the criteria for that was uh, I don't like to be assaulted by tobacco. I don't like it to hang in my mouth. Overbearing. And then uh, Orovivo does not do that. And I found uh, that women as well love they love Orovivo, so I'm, I'm, I'm very proud of it. I'm very proud of Victor for, for doing uh, such a beautiful blend with uh, Eduardo Fernandez. Um, um, I was going to say something pertaining to that, but I forgot it. So go on, go on to the next question. <laughs> no, that's okay. Have you, have you ever shared a cigar with anybody on the set? Anybody cool? Or you, you've been with a fellow cigar smokers, and during a cut or a break, you guys went and enjoyed a cigar? Probably over the years that happened many times. I mean, I find, I find that... I, I, I wouldn't call myself necessarily a man's man, but I mean, I hang, when I hang out with my friends, that all of us love cigars. I mean, it's a real, you know, the one thing I found about being part of the cigar industry is that is that it's a community-based industry, and when you have people that enjoy that, it really is a moment of intimacy that comes together among people where people really let down. And laugh and, and and share those moments and and that part of it has meant a lot in my life. That those moments are critical in my life because I don't get them. I don't get time off. I don't have a lot of time off. When I do get those breaks, I really treasure those moments that I can sit back with my friends and really just un- that, unveil. That's what know? it's about. I've always said for years, and I've said it on the show before. You know, cigar smoking is like sex. You know, you could do it alone, but it's always better with company. Always so, better with company. Always better right. with company. Armand, yeah. you agree? And I do it alone a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you um, you grace the cover of 2008 issue, April issue of Cigar Aficionado. As a cigar aficionado, how exciting was that for you, and how did that come about? Beats me how it came about, but it was, <laughs> it, it, it was um, you know, it was, I was very honored to, to, that Marvin Shankin had thought of me for that, but, but it, was, uh, it was a fantastic uh, time, and uh, I had a great writer, Betsy Modell, who actually, I think it, she proposed it to um, Marvin, who loved the idea, so it was a, that was a, they're an amazing group of people. You know, and they they really are at the forefront of the industry, whether people realize that or not. But no, they they, they, they shaped the way that that little uh, you know that that nucleus is is what makes the the industry hum. Well, so. you know, unfortunately, obviously we talked a little bit about the new deeming regulations by the FDA has been big news the last couple of weeks, and it'll put a damper on many smaller and boutique brands, and ones even like your brand, Oro Vivo, will definitely uh, fall under the new scrutiny. 
As a cigar aficionado, cigar brand owner, and a proud American, do you have any plans on joining the battle in the premium cigar industry and waging you know, our fight against the FDA? Well, I'll go on record. I've already spoken to government officials about wow. it, and I intend to be in the White House about it. I, I, I will say this, that I think certainly the men that I met from the government are wonderful, very understanding, compassionate, and I think, I think the one thing that we all have to keep in mind is right now there's a tremendous, and, and well, there should be, I mean, I don't think this issue finally comes down to scientific evidence, okay? Whether uh, cigars are bad for you or vape is bad for you or this is bad for you. The, the point is that what this is impacting is well over a million people. You're talking about a million people in the U.S., th- families that have had cigars that they've created for 135 years. Those industries are going to be shut down. Um, the, let me give you an example of what the pre qualification reviewing process means. It means that the cigar created with Victor Vitale, Oro Vivo, we have six sizes for the U.S. and Europe. In those six sizes, okay, we will be taxed. Anything retroactive after February 15, 2007 will be taxed. So I have six sizes in, in the U.S., six sizes in Europe. Each cigar will be taxed $200,000. Now let me ask you, how does any person whether they're in the cigar industry or the vape industry. The vape industry is going to get worse yeah. worse hit than the cigar industry. And the point is there's already scientific proof that you cannot categorize these as cigarettes. But the real issue is they are, in a Dacronian sense, really massacring the industry with that kind of vernacular. You're saying it's impossible because nobody... Nobody. Only can, the select few. No, only, only the select, the select few. And, the, and, and, and that you're talking about probably one hundredth of one percent. Yeah, only the select One hundredth of one percent of the select Which few is great for them. Can afford to pay those kind of fees. Mm-hmm. So you're talking literally of shutting down a portion of America. Now, I personally think Amer- a million Americans that have these kind of venues have made an enormous contribution to the cohesiveness and cultural legacy of America. And I I believe firmly that, you know, this is the aggregate. These people are the aggregate that hold this nation together. It's this kind of community outreach that members of the Sakar community are about. Come on, they all create charities, they create events. They bring this nation together, it's a known fact. None of these people are dumb. They are very smart. They're educated. We, what we do is in moderation. But the point is, I'm not necessarily, I'm not blabbing about, about what Victor and I did. I'm, I'm talking about this is, uh, this kind of vernacular, this kind of nomenclature is anti-labor. It is anti-the working man. It is, it, it is our civic duty and responsibility now to rationally, not irrationally, because there's been a lot of aggressive, really angry That's the problem. talk, which I think is very dangerous, by the way. I'm not an advocate of hotheads. No, no. But, but, but there are a lot of uh, absolutely justifiably but, angry people. But, the but point rationale, is, government people is kind of an oxymoron sometimes. Exactly. That's the problem. However, if we meet with the right people in government, if we meet with the human health and resources, if we meet with the federal agencies that really can make a difference. I mean, this this legislation doesn't protect anybody. Tobacco Free Florida, I believe, give, gets $65 million a year from the state to educate people. Who in this day and age doesn't know the risks of tobacco use on any level? Yeah. The same risk as drinking alcohol, drinking wine, probably less risky than eating a Big Mac at McDonald's because God knows what's in a Big Mac. Right. That pickle's not even from this planet. So, right. I mean... It, it, it's not a what matter. What planet is the pickle? I don't know, but that, that, 
Whatever pickle McDonald's uses is some weird pickle, man. I don't know where it's from. I don't think it's... It yeah, doesn't even know. taste like a... It's its own food category, the McDonald pickle. It's it's so weird. It's but, some clipper. <laughs> but it, it's mind-boggling. It's, it's yeah. not... This legislation isn't protecting anybody. It's all about dollars and cents and yeah. lack of sense. And that's what it comes down to, and that's what the frustration in the people is. There's no rationale to it. No rationale. So, so I think that that's... But it's also necessary that we not lose our temper and really have a meeting of the mind. And you know what? This is a great opportunity. This is a great opportunity because you know what? They spread the argument so blanketly like it's like a, a massive blizzard. You know, this is the time to this is a great opportunity for us to really articulate really articulate the parameters of what this is this is about. So I think we have to think of it as a great opportunity to be in Washington and have a, have, have a real uh, meeting of the minds, you know. There's a lot of, this, this country is amazing and the, the, the American people have always, you know, when we marched on Washington during Vietnam, when we marched for the homeless, there were things that were done, you know. It's an amazing country, but we, we have to inform. We have to inform the government. That's what America's about. Washington's an amazing place, but if we, if we don't pay attention to the fact that we do have a voice, then, then we lost the plot. Well, you know? this is not the first time you played a crusader. Uh, you, it's not. I mean, you I wasn't it. playing a crusader. No, well, it's okay. Uh, we, we, we want you to be we, our crusader. You go, need, you go through hell to play a crusader. We, well, we need a crusader in this <laughs> industry. We, we do. I mean, and with a, someone with your uh, popularity and influence would be great. But you've done it before. In the '90s, you teamed up with Jerry White, founder of DC-based uh, Line Landmine Survivors Network. And in 1999, you put your awareness of the landmine epidemic, and you also your skill as a storyteller. Uh, to work by uh, filming a documentary that you titled "Blind Dragon." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us about that project and what that was about. Actually, it was a, it was a uh, documentary that was never finished because I, I actually got to Angola and I, my money was being embezzled. But the point is that um, no, I became that crisis uh, critically aware of it through Landmine Survivors Network, and I worked for that for a long time. And then I I was in the Balkans in the in the nineties and two thousands a lot, and in Croatia and between Croatia and Serbia from the Balkan War, they had six. Six million landmines in place, and I created a um, a charity and a committee in in Croatia to actually uh, empower the people to actually take responsibility for it. And I contributed my own money. We raised we raised a lot of consciousness about how critical that issue was. Are you having accidents? I mean, horrific accidents every day. But that issue is. Um, I could talk for hours about it. It's a very complicated issue. It's probably, um, it's still, to this day, globally, you have one person every 22 minutes that's losing their life with a limb. It's mind-boggling. I was reading somewhere there's 400 million landmines out there? Well, since World War II. II. And now since the advent of the, um, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan and this war in Syria, the... the, uh, the ordinance that's been in place is, is uh, let's put it this way, in 1990, it would have taken 1,000 years to mine sweep Afghanistan. So Jeez. take it from here. 1,000 years. And, and, and unfortunately, the biggest victims are women and children. Yeah. That's and they, I, I read women, children, uh, soldiers, soldiers yeah. and then the, the, the least uh, injured people are the, actually the landmine removers. Yeah. Yeah, women and uh, children. It's yeah. a very complicated issue. Mind, mind-boggling. That's absolutely fantastic. Well, we've been here with Armand Asante early this year on Kiss My Ash Radio. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Make sure you're keeping it lit. The Oliva family, makers of some of the most affordable yet highest-rated premium cigars available. 
For seven straight years, Cigar Aficionado has rated Oliva as one of the best cigars, and in 2014, the Siri V. Melanio Figurado was crowned as number one cigar in the world. The Siri V. Melanio is known for its rich, big notes of leather framed by a range of coffee, caramel, and woody intonations. So, always ask for Oliva, an unbeatable value and uncompromising quality. This is Eric Espinoza, and over the years, many cigar aficionados have enjoyed my highly rated brands, 601 Murcielago. In the spirit of continuing improvement, I have purchased my own factory, La Zona, in rich and fertile tobacco region of Esteli, Nicaragua. After almost two decades in the cigar industry, I have created a brand I finally feel is worthy of my name. Espinoza cigars are made with only the finest tobaccos, hand-selected, and aged to perfection. Our cigars are bold in flavor, yet refined to the palate. For more information, visit EspinozaCigars.com. From the makers of the number one cigar in the USA in 2013, the Aging Room Quattro F55 comes yet another highly rated cigar, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1, a full-bodied Dominican cigar made with some of the world's oldest tobacco in the market today from the harvest of 1997, 98, and 99. It starts out smooth and builds up in strength and flavor until it reaches its full potential, the Aging Room Bin Number no. 1. For the true connoisseur looking for a sophisticated smoking experience with balance, complexity, and character, Aging Room Cigars, blending is in our DNA. The recently released Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage is an extremely rare blend of Perdomo's finest and most cherished 12-year-old fillers, binders, and wrappers. Bale-aged for 10 years and then barrel-aged in bourbon barrels for an additional 2 years, these exquisite Nicaraguan tobaccos are bursting with rich, complex flavors. Offered in Connecticut, Sun-Grown, or Maduro, available at only 250 authorized tobacconists worldwide, the Perdomo Double-Aged 12-Year Vintage is a must-have for every cigar enthusiast. Look, everyone knows working out sucks. If getting healthy and in shape was easy, everyone would be doing it. But imagine an environment where workouts were specially designed for dramatic physical changes, where you have personal supervision of a certified trainer and a group of supportive, like-minded individuals working alongside you, constantly motivating you to do your best. This is why CrossFit has swept the nation. Check out CrossFitChrome.com for our newest location in Boynton Beach and see how you can get your first month for only $29. That's CrossFitChrome.com. Eat, sleep, chrome, repeat. To Affinity and beyond, that is where Affinity Cigars will take you. These mild to medium cigars use only the finest select high-grade Ecuadorian Connecticut tobacco, creating a cigar that delivers a smooth, rich, creamy smoke with the gentleness of a mother's touch. Affinity Cigars have become America's go-to cigar for that flavorful yet unintimidating smoking experience. Visit SyndicatoCigars.com to find your nearest authorized dealer. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, their life and their family's life changes dramatically. Chemotherapy treatments, doctor visits, and trips to the hospital soon consume their time. The programs and services provided by the Kids Cancer Foundation make it possible for the foundation to meet the needs of our young patients and families. We could not provide these resources without your support. For more information and to find out how you can make a difference in the life of a child battling cancer, call 561-333-8116 or visit kidscancersf.org. Sponsored by CLE Cigars. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio with Honest Abe, Adam K, the Brewmeister, and the lovely Lady M. I dig rock and roll music and love to get the chance to play. Rejoiners are uh, on point this week, Colin. Quite nicely done. Good work, man. Welcome back to Kiss My Ash Radio. I am Adam K, the Brewmeister. With me, of course, the always encouraging Honest Abe. Yes. 
and the lovely Lady M. Hello. And we are still joined by our very special guest, Armand Asante. Once again, Armand, it is an absolute pleasure. Thank you for being here. Thank you, you for having me. They give me one of the best guests we've had on the show. Appreciate oh, yeah. it. So sweet. I'm serious. Uh, we got a question from a listener. Sure. Uh, who was it? Yes, Michael Wright. Michael Wright wanted to know, cutter? Uh, punch. Is it either punch, scissors, or guillotine? Was it what? Yeah. You, you have it on your phone. Why are you making me guess? Cut, it was cutter, <laughs> punch, or scissors. There you go. How do you yeah, like do you to cut, cut your, your cigars? Cigar? Guillotine. Guillotine. Cutter. Guillotine cutter. cutter. Yep. All right. So I got a list of probably what... What, do you have some? No, no, no. Uh, I saw no, the no. finger. I saw the finger, the famous finger, like, no, I'm about sitting, to say something. I was just sitting here looking at what you're doing. All right. Posing. I got a trying list. Trying to pose dramatically. I got a list of some questions that are basically now career questions that, they, you know, most listeners out there would want to know about your, your career. For instance, one was, what was one of your favorite roles that you played? Probably the, the one I think I got the most uh, creative gratification was from Mambo Kings because it embodied so much of my musical background and my relationship background with people. And, and uh, you know, I, strangely enough, we had the premiere here in Miami. It was it was an amazing event. So uh, and, and the the incredibly uh, the, the passion in this country for that for that uh, film was and around the world. Uh, how could you not? Acknowledge the um, you know the, the feedback from that it was amazing. You ever work with somebody like a young Antonio Banderas who hasn't quite you know made it yet, and you work with me, you look at him, that kid's going places. I mean, did, did, did you, ever, you know? Did that well, I, I, I won't say I work with the young Antonio, but I work, I work with certainly some some amazingly gifted young people, and I think that you know it's, it, it, it sounds like a like a cliche, and I say this often, but I mean, if you go into any high school, you can find a genius. If you don't create the garden for that kid to grow it's right. not going to happen no yeah. you see it all the time that's yeah. why these shows get popular like uh, America's Got Talent or Terriers yeah. <laughs> but certainly anything that doesn't where did that come w- from the one show but there's so much talent out yeah. there that you oh the we, need, we need shows that don't discourage the creative process in young people Absolutely. we don't need people kicking people off the show that's not good now, preference do you prefer stage or screen well, I will say this, and in, in, in my life and, mm-hmm. and work, uh, the stage has been critical to my what I knew about getting in front of a camera. I mean, it's all about storytelling and, and uh, how to embody that stuff. So I, I always harken back to the theater. I still believe in the rehearsal process. I still believe in the real creative process that any performer has to go through. You know, whether you're playing a violin concert, you don't play it overnight. It's a very slow, painstaking learning osmosis process to put that into your system and really embody it. So I don't take for granted you know how important that process is. That comes from the theater. Mm-hmm. You ever been on a project where you got this young prima donna and you just look at yourself and say, they just don't get it. You know, they just walk, you know. Every, every now and then. Take it for granted. Yeah. No, you know, not, not this. Because you look at you and you're very old school, regimented, you know, disciplined a- actor and thespian. Yeah. Yeah. And I got to imagine, it, especially nowadays, you probably walk on the sets and say, well, this yeah. kid's lost. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes you, you do encounter uh, megalomaniacs. <laughs> a, a lot, a lot. It's, it's amazing. But that has to do with economics. Once you eliminate the creative process from the business, it's a free for all, and that's what's dangerous about what's happening now. Because when the crash happened, the technology skyrocketed. So suddenly, everybody and their brother feels they can do a creative project, and it doesn't really work that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we kind of felt that in the cigar industry at times, sometimes yeah, too. Yeah, right. Um, real quick, who who really? I mean, you you you've. I, I can't even read the list of amazing actors that you've dealt with. Um, who's your favorite or most memorable person that you've worked with? Boy, that that's... Uh, or name a few. Just who, who, who sticks out in you your know, mind? I, well, I work with some, some phenomenal um, 
artists such as uh, Goldie Hawn. I work with Sophia Loren. I work with uh, Anthony Quinn, Rod Steiger, yeah. Jack Nicholson. I mean, the, 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 there's some pretty That's amazing another. people. I mean, but you know what? I, I found I found that the um, the more talent the people have, the more humble and simple and down to earth and like let's hear and get let's get the work done. It's not about who they are. But, I mean, they, they won their laurels from their creativity and the creativity within them. It's like, you know, when you look at the, the people that survive the mu- music industry, I mean, it's about the music. <laughs> I tell you, one of my favorite scenes is, uh, well, it's Hoffa when you're talking to him. He's, he's the whole, I got to do what I got to do. But also, American <laughs> Gangster, I love it. Sex took a shot at you. What are you going to do? Success took a shot at you. It's a great line. Successful. Success took a shot at you. That's when they tried to kill Denzel's wife. You know, it's like, you're successful. Success took a shot at you. That's All what right. happened. Stick with the cigar. Steven, uh, <laughs> Steven's Azalean wrote that. That's a great He's line. He's a great, great writer. That's a look, great look line. Look him up. That's yeah. a great line. Success yeah. took a shot at you. Great yeah. line. Is there anybody that you absolutely won't work with? No. Well, that's, no. that's a working guy. I'll, I'll work t- with anybody. <laughs> I'll take the gamble. Was there ever a project you were offered, you turned down, and it just turned out to be like, you were like, I can't believe I turned it down. It was such a mad success. I, what, what was I thinking? It you was know, like I, there, there was one project um, that I recommended, and I, I lost it after recommending it. I recommended that the third act of the film be rewritten because it wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. And it was a major <laughs> project. And um, I turned it down, and the director told me, he said, I'm going to get back to you on this. It's a good point. You did bring up a good point. And a year later, they offered it to Robert Redford. Oh. <laughs> wow. That's what I got for opening my mouth. Like, yeah, wow. you know, that's what happens. Yeah, yeah happens. Usually no good deed goes unpunished, they say, you know. <laughs> yeah. You also, you, you um, I can't remember what movie it was, but um, I read somewhere that you picked up a role, unfortunately, when Christopher Reeve uh that was the saddest entry. Yeah, yeah. Film. He was slated to do he, a film, um, and then he had his accident. The producer had called me up out of the blue. It was the weirdest thing. I was at my desk, and there was a magazine, a local magazine, because I live in the Hudson Valley, of Christopher on his horse, and this very famous producer called me, and he said, I have a real emergency. Can you go to Ireland? And I said, w- what's the emergency? And he said, Christopher Reeve just broke his neck. And I knew I knew Christopher. And it was... Uh-huh. Um, that was the saddest and most complicated way to enter a project. And, um, uh, I mean, to ignore Robert Halmy at that moment would not have been a good thing. No. It's not an industry thing to do. Right. Because they spend a lot of money in pre-production, a tremendous amount of money. And they were, uh, they were well ensconced in Ireland, and people didn't realize. He was about to begin filming and took a break from the film to go to that event. Oh. And he was about to go get on a plane and go back. Oh. So it was... Um, that's probably the most hardest thing I've ever had to do. That was that was a really, I'm telling you, for weeks. And then the other thing is that none of us, and I was a horseman, and when he had that accident, I'm telling you, I, I almost stopped riding. Yeah, you have horses. And then ironically, year. ironically, two years before that, I had it myself had a very bad accident. So the the thing is that, but but that that um, it was interesting what happened. They they did not allow anyone, any actor on a horseback after that. Wow! In that project, nobody was allowed to get on a horse. Even until today, no, no. Well, in that project, on that project, nobody. And, project, nobody. Uh, and no. they they appointed only stunt riders from then on. All right. Very quickly, we have to get into. We have to. It's time to see who belongs in a cigar insane asylum. Brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. Welcome to the Cigar Asylum. 
Did you know I'm utterly insane? We all go a little mad sometimes. Where logic and reason cease to exist. Yes, every week we have to find out who belongs in a cigar insane asylum brought to you by CLE and Asylum Cigars. Lady M, who is going in the insane asylum this week? This week, Jesse Bonfonts, 25 years old. We want to talk about a big discount. He's accused of giving himself a 99.45% reduction on 15 pieces of jewelry from JCPenney, where he works in Orlando. The total for the catalog order should have been 21000 plus, but uh, Bonfante paid 120 bucks after his discounts. He was <laughs> confronted by police and admitted to giving himself discounts uh, as the cashier and uh, was definitely arrested and put behind bars. And, uh, yeah, definitely didn't get away with that one. Definitely yeah, not. Jesse definitely blondes in a cigar and seeing He sure does. Thank I mean, you. listen, at least he rang it up. Uh, fair enough. He didn't steal it. <laughs> he did not steal he that. Gave himself the, um, I wonder if he tried to, like, pull off. Like, I meant to give myself the 9% discount. Yeah. You know, my bad. <laughs> Put an extra 9 in there. He's working at Jay-Z, but he's buying $21,000 of jewelry. Yeah. It's not the five-finger discount. It's only the four. <laughs> right? Yeah. Hey, you got to commend him. He did ring it up. Absolutely. So. Well, this has been a fantastic episode of Kiss My Ash Radio. Armand Asante, thank you for being here once thank again. Thank you so it's much. It's been an absolute pleasure. Awesome. It's been absolutely fascinating. Special thanks to Yasmin and Brad from Altidus USA. Great talking to them. Don't forget, this episode of Kiss My Ash Radio will be on uh, Cigar TV yes. coming up in June. And next week we next have... Next week there will be no show. We will be off. In two weeks we will be coming back... With Nelson Ruiz from Oya Ruiz Cigars. Until then, keep it lit. Palm Beach's hottest party and best value at Spearmint Rhino on Okeechobee and Military Trail. It's the Vegas party scene and entertainment at local prices. When's the last time you've been to the Rhino? Friendliest staff and service with awesome specials. Like $2 Ucala, including Grey Goose, Crown Royal, and even import beer. The Spearmint Rhino, where the real party happens. Don't forget about $10 Tuesdays and Friday Power Hour. Free well drinks from 5 to 6 p.m. Palm Beach's best value at the Spearmint Rhino Gentlemen's Club. Club. Introducing the Cooks Connecticut, a true old school premier cigar expertly crafted in Honduras by only the most experienced cigar masters. Its unique super aged Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper intermingled with seasoned tobaccos from the Dominican Republic, Honduras, and Nicaragua, creating a balanced, mild to medium bodied smoke that provides a crisp flavor, clean taste, and super smooth finish. Cooks Connecticut is available at fine tobacconist retailers nationwide. Visit www.coots.com.